Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. I got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And here we are on Tuesday. This is a slow Tuesday, by the way. It's not a slow Tuesday for me, but it could be a slow Tuesday for you. All right, I'll be at the... It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left. I've been a long time since we had a slow Tuesday around this. All right, I used to be down bad, though. I used to be down bad. <laughs> hey, man, check this out, man. Today we got a conversation called Leaving Toxic, Leave Toxic Relationships Now. I hope I titled that right. Before they destroy you. Before they destroy you. And a lot of relationships, I, I've, I've actually talked about this. A lot of people don't know anything but toxic relationships. You guys will hear people. Uh, not all relationships are toxic. Somebody said they are. Uh, but um, uh, there are a lot of people that don't know anything but toxic relationships. All right. And you can find out through their lineage, find out that they are they came from a single parent household, broken family, and then even their extended family after that is broken, a lot of broken relationships. And one of the things that I think, you know, I diagnose society, all right? One of the things that I believe um, people do here is they just assume, and this is entitlement, they assume that they should be in a relationship. Like everybody believes that that's just a part of life. You should be in a relationship. Sure, you should be in a healthy relationship. But unfortunately, with the entitlement, everybody believes, I mean, no matter how toxic they are as an individual, that they should be in a relationship. Like how? Where does it say that you deserve to be in a relationship or you deserve a relationship? Most people have lived and died on this planet producing nothing. All right. No children barely made it past their teenage years, as we discussed this this afternoon, barely made it past that. You guys are lucky to be living. You guys are the sperm that won, and you're running around here. Well, you know, life's supposed to be lived with another person. Mm. Where does it say that? <laughs> I mean, where? I mean, you know, in the Bible, maybe you might be able to pull some stuff out of there. But they also had concubines and harems and polygamous wives and all that stuff. But people know nothing but polygamy. I mean, polygamous toxic relationships and you hear it in the music you hear a faith evans or a mary j blige or a, a, any one of these women artists female artists from the 2000s and the 90s um most of their relationships in real life are toxic and most of the things that they sing about toxic keisha cole all right uh, uh miranda lambert on the countryside all right so a lot of them have nothing but toxic relationships and nothing but smoldering relationships to show for it and um you can just be lucky that a lot of men that have either went the free agent lifestyle um, or they went some somehow went their own way, you should be happy that they took it amongst themselves to not be present in toxic relationships. Unfortunately, we're not looked at as men that are making a right step. A lot of people force us and try to push us back into toxic relationships and say, just pick one, just pick better. Just do, no, 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 no. No, what we want to do is we want to just actually learn how to live by ourselves. Now, at some particular point, because the free agent lifestyle affords this, you might be able to move into a somewhat healthy relationship, or you might have to find out what suits you in relationships, right? You're like, hey, you know what? I don't like traditional, traditional monogamous relationships. All right. So I'm going to go for something a little more open-minded and still we face ridicule for that. And I'm going to address this ridicule because it's actually going to the point where people are, are tr still trying to... <sighs> This is a tough conversation. You know what I mean? What's what's happening is, uh, and this is for a men for men, but this conversation could be for women. 
what happens with men um, in our society, for better or for worse, in our, what do they call it, a, a patriarchal, patriarchy? In our society, we, we take a lot of blame, and this is because we are naturally born leaders. And since we take blame, when relationships end, we're often going to be the cause of the end. We're going to be the reason why it ended. Oftentimes, it's going to be a shortcoming. We came up short, or we cheated, or we domestically violated. Now, I don't believe men are doing this. most of these things in the relationships. We know there's a lot of manipulation and a lot of hidden agendas going on with women. Sometimes they just, just are chaotic sometimes and off balance or imbalanced. Um, and they never really own up and accept their role in the broken relationship. They just go ahead and blame the guy. And then they just run to the court of public opinion. And what's going to happen is you're going to be blamed. You weren't hitting it right. You weren't paying enough attention. You weren't spending enough time. You didn't have a job or finances. Your finances went wrong or left. You were an alcoholic. You were a drug addict. Despite the fact that she sat there next to you injecting poison into her vein and smoking up all the spliffs. All right. Despite the fact that she was a could been could have been a wine connoisseur, a wine hog, aka a uh, wife, a mom alcoholic. All right, so she did the same thing. She was doing it. She might she might have very well been the Whitney Houston to your Bobby Brown. But even though society still looks at you as the Bobby Brown, the Bobby Brown that was supposed to be the downfall of Whitney Houston. But as we learned, it was Whitney Houston that was trying to drag Bobby Brown down. You know what I mean? And it was a toxic relationship, not because of Bobby Brown, mainly because of Whitney Houston. She, her image was a facade that wasn't really her. And who she really was was very toxic. And it caused them to have a toxic relationship when he was trying to be stable. So the problem is in relationships today and probably from the history of time, when the relationship ends, the man's going to receive much of the blame, even if the woman does have an issue. Let's just say it's apparent that she had an issue. Well, maybe just maybe you should have bent over backwards to help her through her issue. So I'm warning men to get out of these relationships, not only for your mental stability, so that you can see life a little bit clearer. So you can actually enjoy this life. This life was not meant to be lived in toxic relationships because you believe you're entitled to live with someone. You're entitled to be in a relationship. And I think that people get that mixed up. You're not supposed to be in a relationship. Who says you're supposed to be in a relationship? Somebody point that out. Not only that, who says you're supposed to, you're a failure because you're not in relationships? Who said that? All right. I mean, people believe you're a failure because you're not in a relationship. I think you're a success. You're choosing to actually be mentally stable and enjoy your peace, quiet, and freedom instead of always being off balance and actually being the host to one's parasite, okay? And so this is the message to men. If you're in a toxic relationship, it is important for you to leave now. Get out. Get out. And we're going to tell you how to get out today. So anyway, man, let's get into these super chats. This is going to be an important show. Mr. Leaf is in the building. You're, you're going by several different names, all right? Oh, we're going to call you Mr. Leaf. Shout out to you, Mr. Leaf. All right. Uh, no, no child support says coach. Apparently, MGTOW is going mainstream. Secret Service is seeing it as, as a threat. Can you cover this? Because uh, you predicted it, uh, that it will be a while back. Yes, I did predict that at some particular point. Um, they're going to come after people, men, 
who are trying to find their own way. You know what I mean? Um, of course, in any particular, uh, this is why you have a lot of so-called content creators, so-called Manosphere people claiming that they're leaving now. You know, I'm leaving the Manosphere, all right? It's not a choice you make, you know what I mean? You end up making the same videos anyway. So what they're trying to do is distance themselves because there is some heat in relationship to this. And I this is another example of men being blamed when we can see there's clear evidence and we present this on a daily basis and they go they're signing to it they they could care less this is why i this is why i don't participate in whatever the hell you guys are out here doing they could care less we can get up in here um we can get up in here and spit facts until we are blue in the face or at least my chocolatey skin melts they could care less they still want us to go out here and do whatever we do and now what what tends to happen is if there's one event, they tend to group it all back to, hey, there's this online community of men that are discovering themselves. And it doesn't matter what type of content creator you are. Unfortunately, if you believe you're not in the manosphere or you're not in the red pill, you'll be like, I'm not in there. I'm not with you guys. And I'm not. I'm just going to tell you, you're going to be lumped in whether you like it or not. So it's going to be hard to really distinguish yourself from that. You're going to have to be Derek Jackson to not be in this group, all right? So if you're anywhere close to anything, Crimson Capsule, MGTOW, PUA, uh, Fresh, not Fresh, uh, if you're anywhere near, you're in the group. I'm just letting you know, they lumping your ass in. And when it comes down to it, um, here's how serious it is. And uh, what, what happened is, I guess, um, here's, here's how serious it is. This is the NTAC case study. I guess there was something that happened, the case study of misogynist extremism. This is right here, March 2020. This is this is brand new from the United States Secret Service, as you can see right here. Oh, um, I believe there was a content creator that went by the name of, um, I can't remember. Gosh, you know, we, we, and I mean no disrespect if I ever forget your name. All right, but um, he's the attorney out of Houston. Okay. Um, so I mean no disrespect if I, I'm not like Trump, like oh, I don't remember your name because you don't have enough subscribers. I'm not that guy. I just don't remember names. He's the attorney out of um Houston. So anyway, um, he mentioned this last year in which he said, Do not be surprised. Dennis Sterling, Dennis Sperling or Sterling. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Um, he mentioned this last year. Do not be surprised. If you content creators are going to be on some list provided by the alphabet agencies in this country, okay? I mean, all of you top content creators are going to be already on a list of people who are, I mean, they're watching you right now. All right, so say hi to them when they, when you go on live or um, when you go on live or you start making channels, it depends. I mean, you're, they're watching you. Matter of fact, I will say, and let me just talk about this here. I guess there was an incident way back in 2018 in which one man, a 40-year-old guy, I guess opened fired inside a hot yoga studio, and he deleted two women, injuring four more, and he uh, deleted himself. Now, that has nothing to do with me because you can never come to my channel and tell, and I've never told anyone to delete anybody. I actually probably have more proof of me saying, don't delete yourself. Don't delete. Don't don't fall for the damsel in distress. Don't fall by death by simp. 
All right. And you know who does does stuff like this? Simps. <laughs> I did. There was an article in the New York Post that blamed me for some simp who went out there and deleted his wife or ex-wife or girlfriend. How do how do I have a problem? I'm not a simp and I don't teach men how to simp. Deleting yourself over your girlfriend or deleting yourself and going to delete other people and deleting yourself. That's simp. And what they what this article should do or this report should acknowledge are simps. <laughs> That's what they should acknowledge. But what do they do? They blame us over here like we're the ones telling people to do all of this stuff. And whether you like it or not, they can probably find the, find the soundbite enough for them to try to make their case from every one of you content creators. So I'm warning you. I know you all watch me. OK, this is going to be your warning right there that this type of stuff is going to automatically trigger people to go into their blame you. So th the simps act out and then they come to us <laughs> like, come on, man, that's what simps do. We're trying to warn men that relationships are not that important to do stuff like that. We teach you over here. It's useless. It's pointless to hate women. We teach you to understand them. Why, why hate them? OK, you hate what you don't understand. You don't mind what you do understand. So I don't mind women. I understand them. I know what I'm getting and I know what I won't get myself into. So I understand them. Why do I make, why am I mad at them? <laughs> All right. You're mad at them. And we teach men not to be in this rage. Okay. But no matter what I just said right now, they won't clip any of that. They're going to remember all of the other stuff that I said and try to patch it up together. So content creators be warned. Okay. Be warned. That men are the men's decisions in the last 10 years to really protect themselves, protect their wallet. Um, it's affecting what it's affecting the restaurant dating industry. It's affecting the 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 uh, the bridal industry, marital industrial complex. It's affecting the prison industrial complex because less men are going to prison. There's less domestic violence. It's affecting um, it's making men aware of what they're dealing with in terms of the Me Too movement right men are saying okay i'm not going to do what i'm not going to approach anymore i'm not going to persuade you i'm not going to beg you i'm not going to pay attention to you and what's happening is it's affecting the birth rate it's affecting marriage and what do they got to do they got to find they got to find them they got to find a reason to blame they got to find somebody to blame instead of saying okay men let's hear you out <laughs> let's hear you out and find out what can the other side fix Nope. No, they're just going to say, oh, this event happened. Let's blame all of these people over here instead of blaming simps, the flower industry dying. All right. A lot of industries are being affected by men being woken up to the realities of these situations. OK, we're not forcing women to jump on seeking arrangements. They're doing it on their own. OK, they're the ones doing it because they can't get married. They're the one doing it because they went broke. OK, got to get my bag and run. We're not doing it. And so this is what we have to understand. And this, this, this is why this message is important. Not many men or not many people really care about the stability or instability of men. And I'm trying to tell you right now, before these things destroy you, you need to take a break from relationships. If you're broke, that's where's my, if you're broke lady. And I, I counsel men and women mostly. If you're broke, you need to not be dating. OK, I want you to listen and listen again. If you're broke or broke in, you don't need to be dating. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, 
Just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. You need to not be dating because you're not in a position to be in a relationship. You're not entitled to be in a relationship. And if you're broke, you don't need to be in a relationship. Stop. Stop dating. And a lot of men are broke. A lot of women are broke. I tell women, stop broke dating. All right? Because you're not with that person for the right reason. And then you're going to commit into a toxic relationship. You really don't like the person. You're just broke. <laughs> All right? So anyway, <laughs> he says, somebody said, stop sipping, coach. <laughs> oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do today. Um, we're going to do the hit it or quit it edition of many of the women that we do our memes on. All right. So we're going to do the hit it or quit it edition of our meme girls. All right. This is going to be funny. <laughs> All right. Where am I at? Let's go with the rest of the super chats. DD says at coach. He says, what does it mean when the ex reaches out to you after years and tells you that they um, tells you they had lost their self in the past, but now they found themselves with the help of a therapist. You know what that means? I'm out of there. Guys, one thing I want to help help you understand, and this is going to be one of the points of toxic relationships, okay? And I won't give it too much away, but you have to understand red flags when you see them. Men, you run red lights all the time, okay? And this is why you get blamed at the end of toxic relationships because you didn't realize the person was not herself. She was not stable. She was maybe had an attachment issue. She was a parasite. Uh, she, she was bipolar. We are knowing that they're having these issues. And what happens is, you go ahead and do it. Now, she's giving you a warning. She came back. She got ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. She lost herself. And now she's looking to be rescued by somebody who is willing to rescue uh, rescue her. Guys, do not do this. There's no reason in the world that you need to be in toxic relationships with people that you've already failed with. They don't work. It doesn't work. What do you want a happy ending? Oh, love conquers after all. She's in therapy. Okay. I want you to ask hard questions. This is what men don't do. I'm getting ahead of myself. Be willing to ask hard questions. What are you in therapy for? Once she tells you what she's in therapy for, I bet you you don't want to be with her no more. If she doesn't disclose what she's in therapy for, I would... We're going to talk about coded language in which women do reveal a lot of red flags and you look right past it because you're horny. All right. E.T. Week. E.O. He says meeting with my attorney tomorrow for the first time, pulling the plug on my 15 year marriage after her repeated entanglements. God dang. Repeated. <laughs> she in these streets. In these streets. All right, so we disclose the likelihood of women in marriages committing affairs, and still society will tell you that it's men who are the cheaters. See, this is the problem. This is the problem we have in our world. We're the ones, still the dogs, and we couldn't keep it in our pants in affairs. I showed you the graph. Remember, I, I broke it down by age, by decade, and I showed you between the ages of 18 and 30, married women cheat slightly more than men. Then when you go decade by decade, it, there's an increase where men cheat, but it's slightly ahead. It's not leaps and bounds. It's slightly along the way. Now, it really gaps after age 50. There's a huge gap where women probably lose their libido. They start getting hot flashes and whatnot. 
and men start having money. I got money. And it makes it easier. That's where the gap is over 50. Okay. So what's what's happening here is this guy's been repeatedly cheated on and he can he has nowhere to go and he he finally has to pull the plug on the marriage. And guess what? He's gonna take the blame. He's gonna take this L. No matter what, he's gonna take an L. Let's just say everybody acknowledges that his wife is a skeezer. He's still gonna be called. Hey, you should have you picked her. You picked the wrong one. Nobody's gonna say, damn, man, she really did you dirty. Okay. I hope she don't get a damn dime in the divorce. Nobody's gonna say that. Not one single person. This is how society works with men. Let's just say no one acknowledges the fact that she cheated, or they give her a reason for why to cheat. Well, you must not have been putting it down. Oh man, you didn't know how to keep her. Oh, your salami must have been small paws. Okay. All right, you drove her, you drove her into his arms. You must have lost your job. Like you literally lose. It's a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. I mean, this is the this is the whole point of toxic relationships. Is why I'm telling you to leave is because you're gonna get blamed no matter what. You're seen as the leader. Even if it was clear that she was the problem, not many people will be on your side. And if they are, they'll be very quiet about it. All right, shout out to Eddie. I'm on a mission to save these 304s because their past doesn't matter. It's about personality. Who's with me on this? He's just joking. 1-800-YOUNG-TRASH. Coach, answer this. Why is this? Wait, why is that? The first thing that comes up is a picture of you in front of your car uh, comes up when I Google about I don't want to say his name. I have no idea what's going on there. I have no idea. Maybe he put me on his vlog or his blog. I have no idea. All right. Uh, but we're friends. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Shout out to Setsana. He says no is a powerful word. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's what we teach men to say over here. No. All right. Anyway. No child. Oh, wait a minute. Jim H. Hey, coach. Shout out to our boy Sizzo, who's having surgery tomorrow. Shout out to you, man. Hey, be safe out there in blessings. He says, hope all goes well. And here's to a speedy recovery. Hashtag coach gang. We're going to miss you, Sizzo, over here in, um, with the wrenches. We'll have to wrench someone else. Someone else has been here a while. That's a trusted name. All right. Um, I'm going to have to catch on with the show here because a lot of people are like, this goes on too long, man. Relax. Relax your mind. Let your conscience be free. Get down to the sounds of Gregory. All right. So let's get to point number one. 30 minutes in. What happens here? The first thing here, we're going to go three, two, one. Leave toxic relationships. Number one, acknowledge all red flags. Yes, women do have red flags. We call them more red flags than a Chinese parade. You have red flags. You have things that obviously some people wouldn't mesh with you. Some people are so desperate for relationships. They're codependent. Some people are so entitled to believe that they deserve someone that they never take a break to actually heal themselves or repair themselves. We tell men, take a break to repair yourself, learn who you really are, enjoy peace, quiet, and freedom, and see, do you really need these type of relationships? So acknowledge all red flags. Guys, women will tell you red flags right up front. Okay, they're going to tell you right up front and we're speaking from men to women, right? To men about women, they're going to acknowledge their red flags quite, uh, quite easily because they love to discuss these things. All right. Several red flags that they will acknowledge right up front um, is going to be maybe their age. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they're going to say something like my last one or two relationships. 
I was a part of an abusive relationship. We told you the immediate response is ask who was the abuser because we know statistically that they probably could instigate 70% of all domestic violation cases, 70% of the time, the victim, which is usually the woman, is the instigator of said abuse. All right, so I showed you that statistic. I'm not gonna show it to you again. We're just speaking today, okay? So if she was part of a domestic violation relationship, a an abusive relationship, it takes two to tango, okay? And then you go ahead and you ask her, how many years were you in this after you ask her who was the abuser? How many years did you participate in said relationship? Six years. Oftentimes, women won't give you six days of dating. She gave a domestic violation partner six years. That is a red flag. She produced four children from this person after 15 years of marriage in a domestic violent relationship. That is a red flag. Acknowledge it. Accept it. Do not move past it. Do not feel sorry. Tell them to go get some help, and then you get the hell out of there. Get out, all right? Because this is actually ridiculous to even deal with a person like this. Okay, the next one that they're going to say is they're going through therapy to repair themselves. All right, then you ask hard questions. You start saying, what is the therapy for? They're going to be vague. Tell me specifically. Well, I was on heroin, all right, for 12 years. Bye-bye. Mm. <laughs> Gone. They're going to reveal these things. You know, they're getting help. They're seeking help. Ask them where they live. It is very common that women have roommates or they still live with their parents all the way up until age 35, sometimes 40. If they're well above 40, you know what happens is that they tend to um, they tend to have a parent move back into with them or they tend to have their teenagers, which we talked about today, or their adult children living with them still. To me, which is a red flag, if you are a person that has your ship together, if you have your ship together, why are you going to go with that type of person? They are obviously in a chaotic scenario where they don't have any stability. Or they are, the other people that are associated with them are unstable. So you, she might be stable, but the X factor is the, the son, adult son that lives with them, the adult daughter that lives with them, the ex-boyfriend or ex-husband that still lives with them, their alien and sick mother, their senior citizen mother or father that still lives with them. That is not stable. Those people are going to affect your life. Get rid of them. That's a red flag. To me, that's a red flag because I'm pretty stable on my side. All right. I don't have a lot of this chaos. They have chaos on their side. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. So these are red flags that you need to acknowledge and you have to ask hard questions. I think a person that has children it's fair game for them to ask them how they're supporting those children. Wow. That's interesting. Do they go to public or private school? You'll get an indication. They go to Compton Centennial High School. Okay, well, this is going to get interesting. Interesting. All right. Um. Wow. So you're a single parent. Where's the father in this situation? You're going to hear more red flags than the Chinese parade. Well, the dad's never there. Okay, well, how do you intend to support these kids if the dad's never there? What type of job that you have that you can afford one, two, three kids that are in public school that probably don't see you on a regular basis because you're the sole provider? That's going to be an interesting question. I would love to hear these answers. It could be the government. It could be the fact that she's got sugar daddies. It could be the fact that she has a lot of a job that earns, earns high income. If she has a job that earns high income, she has no time for you. 
she could have a situation where she previously had a man in her life that she lived with and the kids all lived there with him. Then she he broke up with her or she broke up with him and now they're somewhere living with her mom. You're going to hear everything, the government, welfare, WIC, it could be anything. But most everything is probably not going to be to your benefit. She might be looking for a place to move in. We're going to talk about that too. She might be looking for a place to move in with her badass kids. No, nope. Or she wants you to move in with her, with her badass kids. This is red flags. But a lot of guys don't ask hard questions until you get far into the relationship. You start pining for commitment. She starts pining for commitment. She floods you with sex. And then you start asking questions. You shoot first. And then you ask questions later. Well, I didn't realize. No, start asking questions up front. I guarantee you, within one meeting, you can eliminate 90% of your potential mates. 90. Nine zero, okay, right off the rip, but you guys are unwilling to do so because you're horny. You're horny. So uh, acknowledge all red flags. Realize that her red flags are going to affect you. Even if you pump and dump her, it's going to affect you. Just start asking these questions because maybe, maybe, just maybe, she had a bad situation at a college campus, and you might, you might, um, you might actually bring those feelings back to her when you pump and dump her but because you got a free piece of peace leave you overlooked it and now you got to do all of the fixing after the fact okay so acknowledge all red flags acknowledge all red flags uh let's see here let me make sure i got all the points on that one. Oh yeah by the way whatever red flags you don't acknowledge you're going to be blamed for them later for instance let's just say um she says that um he knew i was in therapy he knew i had a drug problem but um, she's harming herself based on something you're doing. Or you break up with her and she feels like you left her when she was vulnerable. And it's causing her to harm herself. She can't get her life back together. She tells her therapist, whatever. Guys, this is common. They're going to blame you for not intervening in whatever her meltdown or uh, emotional, what do you call it? Uh, emotional breakdown. They call it something else. They're going to blame you for not helping. They're going to blame you for leaving her stranded. They're going to blame you for her financial uh, mismanagement of her life, even though she was already mismanaging herself financially. I saw a woman today. She mental breakdown. Yes, mental breakdown. I saw a woman today. I'm trying to figure it out. She's walking down this main street, which not a lot of people walk down unless they're exercising. Okay. And she's walking down, she's pulling one bag, like a big duffel bag full of clothes. And she's got another one on her back. It's an odd sight to see, let me just tell you, in my neighborhood. I'm watching, what is going on? You're going to have to have a really good reason as to why you're dragging a bag down the street. And this is a young woman, which makes it weird because we don't have a young population here. We have either all the way up to teenagers and then there's a big gap then everybody's 38, 40 and up, all right? We don't have a lot of people here that are 22 to, to 30, 22 to 34. We don't have that demographic where I live, all right? Those people normally don't live in my neighborhood. So we have a big, it was weird. This woman's like 24, 25, dragging it back down. Where, where are you going? Where are you going that you can't afford an Uber? You would, you would be in an Uber because you gotta have... 
for you to drag bags the street she was walking on, there's no stopping, there's no bus, there's nothing coming down the street. For you to have bags tell me either you're homeless or you don't have enough money to order an Uber because there's no house where you were coming from and there's no house where you're going. There, there, was, there was a big, long walk that you were having. You were not going to the neighborhood you're walking towards. I can guarantee you not dragging bags, not dragging bags. So she was, she was in bad shape. And many of you guys would have ran that red light. <laughs> you would have ran a red light. Yeah, she was a, she was going to the junior college. She was junior college age because I was looking. You know, I was looking. I was like, but I knew it was a red flag. To me, my, my spidey senses were going crazy. She didn't look homeless, but she looked like she might not have been 100% stable in her life. And most guys would have said, hey, baby, why don't you come over here? You would have ran game and you went up with a cold approached her. And then all of a sudden, you you unravel all that, and she's a complete catastrophe. Somebody said, you need a fistful of dollars? I got money. And you would have had her in there. You wouldn't have been able to get rid of her. So I acknowledge red flags. Let me acknowledge the cash app. Speaking of acknowledging, shout out to XL Pro Services says, a dog is a better investment than most relationships. <laughs> you got to get through the puppy stage. My puppy stage with my dog, I was ready to be done with Nova. Uh, but I'm cool now because Nova listens. She sometimes still does dumb stuff every now and then, pretty much every day. But uh, she's listening now. And, um, you know, my my point in all of this is relationships. I don't see them being a part of my life for a long time, a long time. I don't know what point of life it would be. I would be in to be like, OK. I'll be in a relationship like I don't need it. It's not that I can't find it. There's plenty of people right now trying to volunteer for these services. I don't. It, it's not there. It's not in my heart. It's not in my spirit. It's not in my um, senses. There's nothing that I there's nothing that anybody out here can do for me that I can't do on my own. More ways than one. <laughs> Forget it. I mean, there's bet there's more things that I want to accomplish and invest in than that. I don't care what this woman proves. I don't care what she proved. She could come in here and she could come in right out of the junior college, fall right out of the sky. Nice, supple titties, nice, supple hands. <laughs> she could fall right plumb out the sky. There's nothing. There's not a woman on planet Earth right now that I will go, yeah, I'll give up everything I have going for myself for a relationship. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. It's not, I'm not in that space anymore. And I don't know when I'll be in that space, but it's going to have to be, the earth is going to have to be shattering, man. <laughs> All right, the, 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 the world is going to have to be, there's going to have to be a tsunami effect in my world for me to go there. And I just don't see it. Not the way modern women think now. Not what they have at their, at their, their resources, right? Like, they have too many resources to blow my relationship up and blow up my whole spot. And I will never, ever put somebody in a position to blow up my spot. Can I say blow up my spot here on YouTube? That might put me on the list. Don't be like, see, there it is. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Anyway, no child support says, uh, uh, Coach, apparently the secret, so let me see here. Is that one? Yeah, he says the Secret Service is seeing MGTOW movement as a threat, and you was right. It is the incels. Yeah. 
they, they're not a part of this. There's nothing incel about what we're talking about here. You're, you're talking about men that can't get into relationships. We're talking about men avoiding them. Two different groups, but it, it does not matter. I just want to let you go, guys, know as a content creator, if you're a content creator that is saying, that ain't me, you better delete all your stuff right now. I ain't in with these guys. It don't matter. <laughs> you better take the bitter with the sweet. If you counting AdSense money and checks, and you count subscribers, and you were ever associated with this space, you're in it. As far as they're concerned, as far as the Matrix and the Blue Pill world, and the, as far as they're concerned, you're in there with the dude making videos, talking about he's frustrated when he sees couples hold hands, and he can't find a relationship. You're in the same group. So you better delete all your stuff. I'm talking about all you PUAs and all of that. All right. All of you guys in the same group. Frodo Bagham Young in Canada. They just declare in GTO. I'm not going to say any of these more of these um, chats related to that. So let me do, do me a favor. Um, any chats related to this government entities in sale MGTOW and, and they're associated with them. We're, we're going to be done with that conversation. Okay. Cause all that's going to do is trigger uh trigger this stuff so i'm going to uh, i'm going to not acknowledge those let's go ahead and leave those alone all right we got it so uh but he says hold the line as riel says coach i'm tired of hearing about toxic masculinity because i don't see it he says women are calling chris rock a misogynist i see toxic womenism so yeah we we have um we have a uh, situation where they are applauding Will Smith. It's odd. You know, they're they're saying Mills, Will Smith is a real man. Uh, even Stereo Shaheem is saying Will Smith is a real man. Um, and they're looking at Chris Rock for all he said. He, he didn't say anything, as far as I'm concerned, to go to that length where they're here saying, oh, he's misogynist. How? He was joking about everybody. But again, this is the time that we live in. 1-800-YOUNG-TRASH. It's not there anymore, but I swear it was there yesterday. I guess it's the Google algorithm. The NWO is at work. SAU Engineering Coach, a toxic relationship can destroy you in every aspect of your life. I've been there. It, it's like hell, but you can only see it when you're out of it. Just like anything, you can only see it when you remove yourself from it. When you're in it, you can't see it. Just kind of like love, right? When you're in love with your girl, she can do no wrong. And everybody, your boy, your mother, uh, everybody can be looking out for you, man. Watch out. Do you see this? And you don't see it. And you have to remove yourself from it. And for us to acknowledge that women can be the part, the part and parcel or the blame for toxic relationships, that's going to be considered. They're going to say, this is not true. It's always men. I put in my um, Instagram. A post about statistics related to mental health, mental health meds, bipolarism, stress, anxiety, depression, and then women lead the lead in this category. And a woman acknowledged that. I'm not going to say who. I'm not trying to create beef, but she acknowledged that. And she says, finally, you're saying something true because men cause women to be crazy. Now, there's another example of what I'm talking about. Even if when I reveal what is true, men still take the blame for it. They find a way 
to blame men for causing the condition. I tell you, man, <laughs> what do you, you have to really want a relationship, guys. Don't do it because you think you're entitled to one or need one. I need a girl who's my all mine. I need a girl in my life. I remember being there. You watch the music videos. You watch an Instagram relationship goals. And um, you want a girl like that. Guys, you guys got to remember that when you're pining for a relationship, you tend to only remember the good times that were had and not all the BS. And then when you get into the relationship because you were lonely, the BS starts flying and you don't know what to do. You're like, damn, I forgot about that. Yes. Roberto Moreno, great topic, CGA. So many narcissist women out there. That's the new term to throw around back and forth. You're the narcissist. No, you're the narcissist. No, you're the narcissist. Um, that one is almost kind of like you got to throw that out. Who's the actual narcissist? Uh, you can actually find narcissism on both sides, I'm quite sure, if you want to. Michael S. says, if she is toxic now, imagine what she'll be like in divorce court. Ignoring the red flags early is going to cost everything. Uh, it costs you everything in the end. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Many times you are a savior to a woman, you know, to women. You you complete them. Uh, more or less, you validate them. They validate you to an extent if they're attractive. You will not have a problem with her representing you and giving her your last name. But a lot of times you she uses you to um get validation as her being a woman, because all of them think they can be good in relationships. So as long as she has one, she feels validated. If she doesn't have one, she's got to answer questions about it. When are you going to find a man? When are you going to get married? When are you going to have a baby? Of course, we get these questions as well, but the pressure is on them. So oftentimes they will pick someone that is a suitable mate, not someone she loves just to fill the role. And you're there to fill the role. And then what happens is she's not in love with you. She has an attachment to you. And then the opposite of attachment is hate. And then when you detach from her and you go running, somebody asked a question about this. You didn't super chat it. When you detach with her, she's going to be bitter about it and she can drag you in court. There's a phrase or a saying that says you don't know. You never knew. You never know who your ex-wife is until you see her in divorce court. When you see that woman in divorce court, you won't even remember having sex with her. Trust me, it is very hard because there was a period I was with my ex-wife, okay? She's not the reason I'm here, all right? I don't miss her. I don't want to be back with her. I'm not hurt by her. We broke up on good terms. And then it was not until her boyfriend started acting up, the woman, the guy that she replaced. Then the divorce was very, very difficult for me. Then it flipped, you know, because she stepped out with another guy. She monkey branched and he became a loser. They had to break up and she was very toxic towards me from that point on but we broke up and we were in full agreement when we broke up we were like let's end this and we were like okay good okay um she's not the reason why i'm here but what i'm going to tell you is when you go through a situation where you go through a divorce court okay you're going to see this woman and it's going to be hard for you all of the good times will be repressed or suppressed and you won't even remember what it was like to participate in this 
Like, I don't even remember sleeping in the same bed as my ex-wife. I don't remember it. I put it that far into my brain and my, and my subconscious. I don't remember what it was like. I might be remember one or two times. And I slept in this bed together with her for damn near 10 years. So that's how crazy it gets. Um, it, it really gets that way because divorce court is very much a, it's, it's like a death. Okay, it's a death. It's synonymous with a death. It's a death of your family. It's a death of your lineage and legacy. It's a death of your future. Your future has died. You, you got married intending to be together forever, and that's how you saw the rest of your life. And it, and it died. So it should be treated as such, and you should get help therapy or look out for some resources to help you through this. Unfortunately, the family court sometimes allows this to be the scab to be removed and unpeeled and the wound never heals. It's okay, you know, and I don't take it personal. It is what it is. I think she did me a favor. This is what people don't understand about my channel. They think I'm over here bitter about it. I think she did the best thing ever for my life. One of the best things ever to happen to me was to her to try to monkey branch or her to try to seek her own independence. At 36, she could have did this at 46. Then I would have been upset. Mm. She could have did this. She could have did this uh, when I got my business up as opposed to when I was dead broke. She could have did this after 10 years of marriage and I would have been paying her lifetime alimony. She did me a favor. She did one of the biggest favors ever done to me in my life. You know what I mean? At 36. 36 in karate class. You tie bow ho. Yeah. So I, I look at it as a blessing. Unfortunately, for the for the for everyone's future associated with this, it was a death. It was a death. All right. Uh last last one. Solo Wolf Rag says, Woo-woo, just got my sub. What's up? You got a sub? All right, shout out to you. Hey, look, let's play, let's play hit it or quit it. How about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That music is jamming. And some of them girls on there are looking all right. They looking all right. Um, where are we at here? Hit it or quit it. What we're going to do is we're going to take some of our meme girls, some of the girls that we play as a meme here that are guests here on our channel. I'll play a little bit of their meme and you let me know if you would hit it or if you would quit it. All right, man, this should be a great one. So I'll play their meme. All right. And then you're going to let me know while the meme is playing if you're going to hit it. Or if you're going to quit it, uh, person number one, I don't know names. Here we go. Me actually means the diet don't work for you the same. All right. The diet don't work for you the same woman. What are y'all doing here? Are we hitting it or quit it here? What are we doing here? Hit it or quit it. But the diet don't work the same woman. <laughs> so I said, come on now. Are we hitting or quitting? The diet don't work the same woman. All right, what are we doing here? Okay. All right, our next one is going to be big-eyed Rebecca. All right, big-eyed Rebecca. She just wants you to start acting right and wife her the hell up. All right, here we go. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. All right, so there's big-eyed Rebecca. 
are we wifing Rebecca up or are we hitting it? At least we got to hit. All right. We got a lot of. All right, we don't we want to hit Rebecca. Y'all guys like them plain Janes in there, or we got a couple down, thumbs down. Are you are you wiping her the F up? That's the real question. Are you wiping it the F up? All right. So anyway, a couple of you guys will see the red flags coming up. All right. So big guy Rebecca gets mostly hits there. All right. So let's go with um, we're gonna go with focus on our career woman. The focus on our career woman. So I could focus on my career. All right, are we going, okay, are we hitting or quitting? I can't remember her name either. She got a funny name, Busy Phillips or something like that. Are we hitting or quitting Busy Phillips? <laughs> We're running from Busy Phillips, all right? Focus on my career woman gets Nathan. All right, no bueno. Oh, I got a good one. How about that he made? That he made our, our our residential slow Tuesday. All right, here we go. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now, and he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Now I know y'all gonna lie, cause I know a lot of y'all smashing that. You see her wrist? You see how chunky she is? You see her sitting up on the couch? <laughs> Her titties got to be this big, bro. Each one. I know you want to check them out. I know you want to check them out. And you know she nasty. You know y'all lying. Y'all lying. Y'all saying y'all Look, y'all know y'all would be having them. <laughs> y'all would want to see her get slowly in your bed. All right. You know you want that. All right. Let me see here. Who else are we going here? Let's go with in these streets. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, if you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe the two should be tied up in these streets. All right, the sister, the light-skinned sister who's in these streets. All right, here we go. In these streets. Who getting that? Y'all going beautiful. Yeah, beautiful's there. Are y'all hitting? Y'all hitting beautiful. Hey, beautiful. Somebody said destroyed. Y'all going to these streets. Oh, y'all a damn shame, man. We can't take none. We can't take all your none of you guys nowhere. All right. What about um what about I'm about to be a hoe girl? I'm about to be a hoe girl. All right, here we go. I'm over it. So Fucking over. I'm about to be a fucking hoe, bro. I'm about to be the biggest fucking hoe, bro. Watch me, bro. I'm about to be a hoe for real. I'm about to be the biggest hoe on my fucking life, bro. I'm about to be a hoe. I'm about to be a hoe. Yo, y'all niggas is not worth it, bro. I'm about to be like. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs> what about her, man? She off her meds. She off her meds. Oh, we got a couple more. We got a couple more. All right. Y'all pumping up in her? She's still young. How about I'm hotter than average? The hotter than average girl. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. The deserve an insanely rich guy. Who's who's wifing that up? Who's hitting? <laughs> Y'all taking her to Pound Town? Oh boy, we got a couple of passes. This kind of she's 33, so she looks like young. So yeah. <laughs> All right, one of our favorites. We're going with Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I think we fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. Who's going for Kaylee? She's blonde and she has no tits. This is according to her. I didn't say it. She said it. Who's going for Kaylee? Sloppy yogurt. Who's going for Kaylee? She's not looking for a relationship. She's trying to. This is what she said. I didn't say it. Everybody's going to hit Kaylee. All right. Uh, we got a couple more. What about the girl who's got time for her materials and efforts? Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Who's time, materials, and efforts? Who's going for this? <laughs> so I said they marrying the time, materials, and efforts. <laughs> he says, I got time too, Chris Hansen girl. All right, Chris Hansen. We got a couple more. We got a lot of girls today. A lot of girls. Who's going for the um you better work, bitch girl? You wanna pay your bills? You wanna pay rent? You wanna get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. The work chick girl. All right, you better work with that big hat. She's got to wear the hat. She's wearing the hat. <laughs> All right, she's wearing the hat. What about it? We got three more. We got three more. All right, um... What, what about, uh, I told you to do Biden? Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. All right, who going for, I told you to do Biden? Who's got that one right there? Anybody? <laughs> oh, man, no, man. Y'all Trump, Trump supporters out here. Trump supporters. All right, last two. Last two. What about whatever, Zoe? My husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely on your husband? No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't deal with no fucking scrubs. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your... All right, so y'all going for Zoe? Zoe with that skin? I can't tell what's going on with her skin there. Right. <laughs> That skin going to be looking a wreck in about 10 years. The engineer doctor. Last group here. Last last one. And then we'll continue on with the show. The stat girl. Hey, sucking dick for stat. Ah, sucking dick for stat. 
All right, the the stat girls. <laughs> Anybody have a favorite stat girl that you're hitting or quitting? All right, the stat girls. Josie, yeah, we did forget about Josie. There's two more I guess I can do before we go. There's two more. We got the stat girls. Ponytail, I got a favorite in the stat girls. I definitely have a favorite myself. Somebody leaving it in, they said, oh, man, he said the whole team could get it. All right. Uh, there's one that is nice and foldable back there. You know, that's how I like it. All right, so last two. We'll add the two more here. Uh, we'll go with the um, We'll go with the woman that says, call me when you're the CEO. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay? What do you think? Uh, most people are running from that one. And last girl we got is Josie. All right, we're going to go with Josie, not Francisco's girl. I don't know, man. Maybe Francisco's girl, too. What's up with Josie? Hi, girl, Josie. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you All right, everyone's future wife, Josie. All right, are we going for Josie, or are we leaving Josie in the bathroom for Ben Roethlisberger? All right. Let your voice be heard. I thought that would be a fun game. And then we'll continue with the show. Do some more Super Chat. All right. We had a little fun with that one. We had time. It's a slow Tuesday. Shout out to, uh, let me see here. Oh, YouTube Trash Talker. My content is out there. It's too late for me. He says, do not marry. Do not cohabitate. Do not impregnate. I'm all in, coach, live free or die. Yeah, for sure. I, that's where I am. I'd rather leave. I'd rather, I'd rather have, um, I'd rather be free here. You know what I mean? This is why the free agent lifestyle, and it's okay. I know a lot of people don't want to be free. We actually do a great job of imprisoning ourselves, and we do it all the time. Like, I, one thing, like me getting a dog was actually imprisoning myself, and I was like, damn, why did I do that? You know what I mean? But um, you guys get into relationships and often complain. What is the most, what is the thing that most people complain about? Work and relationships. <laughs> but you guys keep getting into them. Okay, why not take a break? Like a long break. Shout out to Newski says, free. Fresh and Fit got another strike. They're almost at three. Dang. Well, that's interesting. I hope they don't get number Trey. Hey, ran. Man, Rand Man is in the building. He's a member. YouTube Trash Talker. This space is about freedom, peace, and protection, not hate. Your message is invaluable, coach, and is saving people's lives. I wish people will, I wish people will look at it as this way. We're having fun. I'm saving men's life. My my message is not towards uh women in, in particular, although we do have a lot of women fans here, female fans. Right? We got some female fans, right? Coach Gang, feet pitcher, feet pitcher. Shout out to the V picture game, but I don't pander to them, nor do I. 
I don't not include them. They can super chat me or you can send me feed pictures too. I mean, I'm, you know, it is what it is, but I, my message is for men to tell them to, what to look out for. And it's okay. I mean, it's not a hate field message. Shout out to Kibi says, put up the human resources department too, coach for hitting the quitting. Oh man. All right. I forgot about that. What about the human resource department here at the coach Greg Adams channel? Shout out to the ladies, the older ladies in the group. Oh man, boy, there's some fun time. Hey brothers, you give, you give them some wine. Woo. Which one y'all picking here? All right. You got to pick one. <laughs> the one in the cast. She thick. She thick. All right, that one in the cast, I'm going to pass on that. I That's a little too heavy for me. All right, that's a little too big. That's too much woman for me these days. I mean, I got a Porsche 911. She cannot fit up in there. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that one. Hold on for a second. Uh, I, I'm probably going down to the right front. All right, you can't see my mouse here. The one in the front, black, kind of like whatever has this tie down in the middle. If I'm picking one, that's where I'm going. And that's only mainly because she has long hair. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a hair guy. I mean, so if anyone I'm picking is that one, but she better own a house. Lady, you better own a house. I can see the wine. I can see the wine. Oh, she drinks gallons of wine per year. Per year. I'm, I can tell you right now. I know I can recognize the sign of alcoholism. Okay. I'm trained in this. You guys got to understand. She drinks gallons of wine. She she drinks wine for dessert. She she like it's wine o'clock somewhere. You got to watch out for those wine drinkers, man. They are sneaky suspicious. They will creep up on you and wreck your life quickly. Watch out for wine drinkers, man. All right, shout out to Kibi. Jacques Payne, way shout out to you for sponsoring today's show. Coach, thank you for all that you do. I'm dropping off some sponsorship funds. You've been spot on with your Coach Adamus predictions. I've received two Hey Big Head calls from an ex over the past two years. I didn't fall for the trickery. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. Thank you for the sponsorship, Jacques. One thing that I'm going to tell you is um, there's too many new women out here and that's for me you. to ever go back to an ex. There ain't an ex that I would ever go back to. I'm enjoying all of this new women out here. There's so many new women out here, man. They new women every day. Matter of fact, if you go on Seeking, it's like junior college orientation every single week. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole, it's a new day out here, man. It's a new day. I'm enjoying it. You guys in a relationship, you guys missing this great. It's nuts out here. It's actually chaotic. You got to be careful out here. Somebody says, I got to get my bread up. It's a damn, it's a, has these dudes, man. It is out here crazy. It's layups out here. I mean, I came from a time in a generation where getting peace leave was almost, it was difficult. Now it's still difficult because, you know, younger guys are kind of at a disadvantage because, you know, I think women can choose who they want and they're getting so much attention that cold approaching is, it's very difficult to actually get time for the woman to actually take you serious about you approaching her. You know what I mean? Now, I mean, but back then in my days, waiting for peace leave was very common. At a young age in the 90s, 
they make you straight up wait for 90 days. I mean, not everybody, but if you were a good man, you could you could be waiting 90 days, if not a year. I mean, you would have to wait for some piece of heat. You go home, stank on your finger, and you was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to get some of that piece leave. Now if somebody came over, oh, you can touch me, and then we'll, we'll, we'll pause, we'll cool it down. Maybe I'll come back the next time. Like, you had to wait three, four dates. Even if you was Chad or Tyrone, you probably waited. He says Chad and Tyrone didn't wait for 90 days. But back then, Chad and Tyrone had to still wait. He had to wait a date or two or a meeting or two. He didn't just haul off and have no peace leave right off the bat. <laughs> he says, Coach, you didn't know that she was out here drinking. She was out here drinking, too. But uh, reputation meant something. Okay. You know, because, again, I described it. Back in this time, you didn't have this reach, this worldwide reach. Today, everybody has worldwide reach. Like somebody right now is watching me probably a 22-hour time difference ahead. So we can reach the world. So uh, if you if you did want to talk to someone across the world, you could easily do that. No problem. So there's no cap in terms of your limit. But 25 years ago, there was a cap on who you can meet and potentially meet. Maybe 25 years ago, something like you only had who was around you. That's it. You know, email kind of got things going. You know, what do they call it? Who got you got mail. But your reputation meant something because if you ruined it in front of the people that you knew, you were done. You had to move town. You had to move. Let me get all the sponsorships. But now everyone's got limited. Not only do you have a limited, unlimited reach. You can rebrand yourself, reinvent yourself, and start over with a new thousand thousand people. So you have unlimited reach. You can be a 304, move, and be a brand new woman where you are. Or you can be a loser as a male where you are, rebrand yourself, move somewhere across the country, develop a whole new following. <laughs> you have unlimited reach. Let me get all the sponsorships in here. Shout out to Ed. He says, you use the word obsessed to describe a mindset. You need to be a bodybuilder, but it, but I took it as just be obsessed with your success, freedom, and health as a man. Then everything else will fall right into place. It needs to be. Thank you for this revelation. You're absolutely right. Uh, the word obsession, and I described that if you wanted to get really physically fit, you have to be upset. Like you can't miss, but that goes about your finances. That goes about your lifestyle. It has to be an obsession. Because people will see that it's not an obsession. And if you use that, everything else will fall in place. This is the free agent lifestyle. Women seem to fall in line when you have options as a man. When you have options, when you have no options, they treat you like straight garbage. Am I right or wrong? The minute you tell a woman, I got rid of all my hoes. <laughs> There's nobody in it, baby. It's just you. It's just me and you. Ooh, baby. Don't worry about Johnny. Don't worry about Kevin. Don't worry about Sandra, baby. It's just me and you. Just me and you. Like, literally, not just options with women. Options in life. Say, for instance, the weekend comes up. 
you're broke. She know you ain't going nowhere. You can barely buy a ticket to the movies. She knows your ass ain't doing nothing. So when you come up to the weekend, she's like, oh, I've scheduled something for us to do this weekend. Uh, excuse me. You didn't run it by me. She don't look at you like you ain't got nothing to do anyway. You broke. We doing this. Now, I live the free agent lifestyle. Women be checking in with me. Um, you think in two weeks that we can get together? Maybe in about four. I'll be pushing them back. Nah, the next three, four weeks looks brutal. I'll pencil your ass in sometime in April. You want this date or not? You better book it now. Not only you do you need to book the date, because I'm liable to go any damn where at the drop of a hat. <laughs> and so women that are involved with me, they know this. I can go anywhere. I can book. I can go anywhere I want to go. I can drop everything, especially if I don't have my kids and custody of my kids. I can be out of here on a plane, gone. So they asking me, are you available? Nope, not this weekend. Try in two weeks. <laughs> I'll pencil your ass in. Not only that. What people tend to do is they try to keep regular dates with me. Like they'll go, all right, I'll take every Monday for the next couple. Okay, I'll keep it in there. I'll consider that. I'm free. Now, some women could not put up with this. They try to do it and I'll say, okay, you'll be my every Monday night. You're Miss Monday night. Why? Because I got other shit to do. You ain't taking Tuesday, Wednesday. Maybe I could get another extra date. Nope. No. They tend to treat you a lot better when you have options in life. Not only options in women, options in lifestyle, options in the ability to travel, options in the ability to go to events. They treat your ass really differently, bro. And they really do come in not trying to mess up the little bit of time they're getting. I got a little bit of time with him. I'm not trying to mess it up. <laughs> he said, damn trick. I'm not flexing on you. I'm telling you the truth. That, that I'm telling you, that will change your life. I got options in a whole bunch of things. I'll be like, all right, I'll pick you up in the truck. They'd be like, you got a truck too? Yeah, I'll pick you up in my truck. They'd be like, God dang, what kind of Negro is this? You, you smarter than the average bear. I'll tell you what, as black men, by the way, you must have this type of uh, life. You must, because they, they, they really think you're a lowball as a black man. All right, they literally because they think you live at your mama's house in the basement. People think this is a studio apartment because they're so used to seeing black men in a studio apartment. They really think you're low ball and low grade. They think you'll turn over your whole life and she running around here looking like one of the women in the human resource, the pictures. All right. And she'll like, you ain't got shit going on in your life. <laughs> so like, what possibly could you be doing? You're a black man. They lowball your ass. They're like, how are you not interested in me? And I'm sitting there like, I ain't interested in you. You can't fit in the 9-11. So it blows their mind. They're like, you're old, you're short, you're ugly, but I, but I got options. <laughs> they look at it and they go, how? How? How are you doing this? How can you call your shot? Not a lot of brothers can do it. Not a lot of men can do it, number one. Not a lot of men are willing to do it, and not a lot of brothers can do it. The minute you basically can say, I got options. This woman said it right here. Let's get it back into the show. 
So Coochie Game, this woman explains what I just talked about here. Somebody just reminded me. Thank you for the reminder. This woman explains it right here. And if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, Coochie Game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. There it is right there. Nathan, not a damn thing's going to work. What's going to work? So the woman was like, I think that's Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend. So what will work with a guy who has options? Nothing. Mm. Nothing's going to work. And I'm telling you, you're bulletproof when you have options. That's the whole free agent lifestyle. Bulletproof. Let me see here. Bulletproof. Nothing works. And if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options... Coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. You should have hit it and quit it on them because uh, I got something for both of them, by the way. Which one is Nessa? <laughs> he said she was excited. What will work with a guy who so... So her man obviously got no options. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. That's where I want to get you men to. By the way, my Etsy store is back up. I had a small little problem here. Let me get to number two and three. We'll get through these really quickly. Uh, what's point number three, two? Okay, so number one, acknowledge all red flags. Number two, get leverage. Realize when you have it and when you don't have it. Leverage is everything. Leverage is everything, not just relationships, but in life. If you're in a toxic relationship and you have to stay, it's because you don't have leverage. And let me give you an example. Somebody mentioned this earlier before the show came on. Hey, coach, I moved in with my girlfriend. We just renewed our lease, but the relationship is toxic. Bruh, you don't have leverage. First of all, whose house is it? I believe she said, I believe he asked if he was on the lease. I think she's on the lease. He's not on the lease. That's you not having leverage. See, men, when you don't have leverage, you're going to be susceptible to bullshit. And you're going to have to put up with it. Number one, I always tell you, rule number one, when it comes to cohabitation, never move into her personal space. That's automatically going to give her leverage over you. I'm not saying you should have leverage over her. You should have leverage, period, in life. But as a man who's going to take the blame when the relationship blows up, you should have leverage over her. And moving into her space gives you no leverage right off the rip. It's a dumbass move. I don't care what you people, you progressive people say, well, no, it can work. And I got, no, it won't work. Not in my book, it ain't gonna work. All right, I'm not moving into hers, a space that was hers prior to my arrival. Absolutely not. That's, that's, there's no way you're gonna get leverage in that situation. At any point, if the relationship goes awry, she can kick you out. Now, you don't wanna be a man on these streets, right? She can kick you out. She can threaten to kick you out. She can try to have you removed if the police come. She can show the police the paperwork. She can restrict you from receiving mail. She can keep mail from you, which is illegal. She can do a variety of things. She can host parties. She can have her relatives move in, whatever, into your space that you have no authority over. It's a dumb move. It's a dumb move in terms of leverage. Now, if you want to do it because you're desperate or you're broke and you want to combine resources and you think it's going to save you money, which it's not, it's not going to save you money. You basically are ba basically taking a headache over money. Right? That's basically what you just bought. You bought a headache. 
But uh, go ahead. If you think it's going to save you money, it's not actually. It's going to save you a small bit of money. All that money that you think you're going to save is going to go into bullshit trying to keep the relationship going. It's going to go into date night. It's going to go into birthday and anniversary gifts. It's going to go into gifts for her family and her nephew. It's going to go into trips and field trips. It's going to go her and her because you're going to start saving her money. And she's going to go run up her credit and buy more stuff. In. You won't see more Amazon boxes in your life than when you move in with a woman. You're going to see Amazon boxes everywhere. You're going to be like, God dang, what makes you think you have all this money? I thought we were on a tight budget. Well, she doesn't have to spend all her money anymore. And your money is y'all's money, and her money is her money. You're going to see Amazon boxes everywhere. What the hell? And you're saving money. You moved in with the intentions to save money. So I'm trying to warn you guys, if you have no leverage, if you have no ability to, to evict her when it goes left, if you're both on the lease and you have to stay cohabitated, even though you've broken up or you won't leave the toxic relationship because you have a lease, you have no leverage. I will never leverage myself like that again. I will never counter leverage myself that like that again. Nope. I don't want her to move in with me. If she does move in with me, she's going to sign a cohabitation agreement, agreeing to get the hell up out of here within 10 days of me telling her to or whatever's legal and to leave with everything, whatever she came in here with, the shirt on her back, the bags or what whatnot. But my space is too small to have another adult living here. So she is shot of luck at this particular point. And my rent is high. So she paying a significant portion of it. She's not just going to save money. So what, what, what a woman will do is this. What a woman will do with this is they, if they move in with me, they see that I'm pretty stable economically. I've done well for myself. She'll move in and she'll say this. Well, great. Um, you know, I'll just move in with you. You don't need my money, right? So while I'm living with you, I'll be able to save some money and start my business. Mm. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I can stack my money on the side and we'll live off yours. With a straight face, you'll say some stupid shit like that. Are you crazy? I'm going to let you stack your money because I'm already... I'm already what? I'm already stable. I don't need her money. And so she'll say, hey. And as soon as the hell that happens, she'll lose her job. So that so that her ass is sitting up here with her feet all up on my furniture, smelling like corn nuts, eating up my food. She's saving money. She, she going out the party. Where are you going? Yeah, you got $200. I need to fill my car up with gas, and I'm going out with the girls. You got an extra couple of dollars. I got to go get my nails done. Are you crazy? But people do this because they're looking for goofballs and simps. So um, I'm not going to be the one. I ain't the one. The one to get played like a poop. But see, I'm from the streets. So I know what's up on these silly games that's played by the women. I'm only happy when I'm running up in them. Don't you know I'm a menace to society, but girls in biker shorts are so fly to me. So I step to them with aggression. Listen to the kid and earn a lesson a day. See, they think we narrow minded. Because they got a cute face and big behind it. So I walk over and say, how you doing? But I'm only down for screwing. But you know, shout out to Ice Cube. They try to play it off cool. But if they catch me slipping, you get school and they get you for your money, son. Next thing you know, you get their nails and their hair done for them. They'll let you show them off. 
But when it comes to sex, they got a bad cough or a headache. It's all give and no take. Run out of money and watch a heart break. Dead drop you like a bat. All right. Anyway. Shout out to Ice Cube. I have to. I'm going to get a copyright for that. All right. Shout out to Ice Cube and NWA. They tried to school us back then. All right, so get leverage. Last point on this one. Have an exit plan to every relationship. Oh, I forgot about this one. Robert Mendick. Somebody said you'll be her pet. Not only that, she'll move pets in with you. That's another thing that you'll have to put a kibosh to. So especially if you're dealing with Kaylee's. If you're dealing with Kelly's, they will move in two big-ass Great Danes right into your house, okay? Oh, I'm looking for a new house. My, I'm looking for a new love. I'm looking for a new love. And so what she'll do is she'll be out of her lease. Her boyfriend will kick her out. She'll need a place to stay. You're horny. You're, you'll move her in, and she'll move two big-ass Great Danes into your damn house. <laughs> Cats gerbils goldfish and they'll sleep in the bed you looking at it like they'll sleep in the bed with you oh um dude i swear to god my neighbor who's a kaylee by the way by the way she <laughs> i'm gonna tell you this story dude i always tell you about my new neighbor's wife i gotta be careful let me you know she might hear this chick out here come out in her bathing suit and she got her robe on but the robe is open I was sitting there like this out <laughs> my dog out there playing and she's asking me questions standing there. She, her little robe is open and she got a damn black bathing suit on. I was like. Feet all out. Feet out. <laughs> So last year, it was the sorority girls. I had four sorority girls. Oh, they used to come over. Can I borrow your power tools? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, I got to. Do you have a power tool we can borrow? The sorority girls come over, standing there like the scene, the scene in Wild Things. The scene in Wild Things. Remember the Wild Things scene where the two girls came over to wash his truck? That's how I opened the door. I opened the door. It was two sorority girls standing outside. I was like, are y'all doing the, are you doing a duck sicking contest today? Huh? They asked for my power tools and my power drill. Oh, we're hanging something up. Uh, do you have some power tools? I was like. <laughs> I was like, this is a bad setup. I was like, is this the police? Am I on hidden camera? What the hell's going on here? So they lived next to me for a good year, smoking weed and getting, they was going crazy and they made some cookies for me. Oh, we'll make some cookies for you. They used to bring cookies over for me. I was like, but I have a no neighbor policy. I have a hard staunch no neighbor policy. Yeah, they were all Kaylee's too. They had a thicker one. They had a tall, thick one. They had a, foldable ironing board one they had a blonde a bomb bombshell i'm sitting there like god dang <laughs> and guess what happened then guess who moves next door 
the 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 Mary Kaylee woman bathing suit out. Feet all out. I'm looking at her feet like this here. <laughs> I was like, yikes. This is what happened when you live in Orange County. If you have an affinity to Kaylee, Kaylee's, and you live in Orange County, it's nonstop. You can just going to be like, Lord, what did I do to myself? <laughs> what am I doing to myself? I got money. I need to move in somewhere. <laughs> he said they set you up. I'm like, yeah, dude, she's got to be. She's got to be. She she probably ain't no older than thirty five. All right. Um, she's not young, young. She's like thirty, maybe early thirties. Tall, long blonde hair, feet out. I'm sitting there. <laughs> I need to move to Philadelphia. I'll be all right. I'll I'll walk right past everybody in Philadelphia. They're like, this dude don't bother nobody. I'm like, yep, there's nothing here for me. <laughs> I'll move to Milwaukee. <laughs> Just like walking down the street in Milwaukee, like <laughs> oh my goodness. Not gonna catch me on the news at some particular point. I'm like. <laughs> Y'all gonna see that mugshot of me looking like this here? Y'all be like, damn, coach ain't streamed in a while. What happened to coach? He went missing. My mugshot gonna be like this here. <laughs> Y'all gonna mm. be like, what happened to coach? You know what happened to coach? He kicking it in Orange County. He got caught up. The next neighbor that moved in, caught. They like, damn, coach got caught slipping. We call Coach Sipping the whole day. They're going to have a whole article. They're going to have a whole article. Coach got caught sipping. <laughs> yeah, the met, hey, somebody said the pedicure spot. I was in the pedicure spot uh, the other day. They was out there doing I'm looking around like I was almost had a heart attack in there. I was like, it was feet heaven in there. I'm like, damn, your feet pretty. Damn, you got some pretty, pretty feet. <laughs> All right, let me stop. <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. We having fun today. I almost had a damn heart attack. I was like, this is just too much. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they would have me on there. Coach been missing for a while. What happened to him? All right, what's happened to him? Y'all pull me up, Google me mugshot sitting like, like this. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, let's get into the back in the show. Hey, look, let's keep this one short. Have an exit plan to every relationship. You got to have an exit plan to every relationship. When you get into a relationship, know you're, how you're going to get out of the relationship. Why? All relationships end, gentlemen. Statistically, all of them end. I once gave you a stat on cohabitation in which 50% of relationships that go where you move in with a woman, you guys move in together. Within the first six months, the relationship has already ended. Within the first six months, 50% of all cohabitations within the first year have already ended before you got to the end of the lease. 50%. Not only that, within the first three months, 25% have already ended. It's kaput. This is why if people own property, 
they hate renting to young couples. They see a young couple coming. If you are a landlord, if you are a property owner with 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 um with um property to lease out, you hate young couples. When you see a young couple, I don't even know what's worse, a single mother, right, with DeAndre, Devonte, Trayvon, and all of them. You're like, damn, I gonna go rent to her, or am I gonna rent to the new couple walking up hand to hand together? They're like, yes, we're moving in. This is our first place together. This is going to be a disaster. They're not going to make it to the end of the lease. <laughs> You're like, God dang. It's going to be partying, weed, uh, blow-ups, uh, bu- busted up walls, spray-painted walls, police called. It's going to be a whole damn thing. Eviction is going to be it. So have an exit plan in every relationship. What is it going to take for me to not get into a situation where I pigeonhole myself into a relationship? i.e. move in together, right? That's going to be one that you can avoid. Let's just stay separated. Let's look forward to seeing each other as opposed to I'm already here. Horny guys ain't going to get this. You're going to think that you're going to move in together and get sex all the time. That's going to happen the first month and a half. You're going to be smashing like crazy. The first month and a half when you moved in, rounds. (laughs) Rounds. The first month and a half, rounds. After three months, It's going to fall off. So have an exit plan. If I get into a relationship with a woman, I'm going to tell her up front what my expectations are, how much you're going to see me and so forth and so on. So that if there's a disappointment, then she knows, hey, I already told you that I'm not as available as you thought. So if you're disappointed by my lack of availability or my prioritizing my work, my social life, my travel life, and you get disappointed, that's my exit plan. My exit plan is not being available. I can basically just move somewhere else for another month. I'll be a month. I ain't coming back. (laughs) I'll be gone for a month. I'll be gone to November. Then that gives her the, well, what about me? You ain't in it. You're not in my plans. You always want to tell women that you're not in my plans. I'll give you another example of that. That's an exit plan. So say, for instance, uh, you're, you're getting hot and heavy. You want to progress, you get into a commitment. A lot of people do this. You should stay, start talking about like stuff like this. I plan to, I've actually done this before. I tell them, I plan to move into an, a fifth wheel RV in three years in the middle of Montana. <laughs> I want you to hear it. I'm going to move into a fifth wheel RV in the middle of Montana in three years. Guess what you just told her? You're not in my future plans. Therefore, the minute I say, hey, because she's going to start saying, oh, that sounds crazy. Why would you want to do that? In her mind, she thinks, yeah, I'll change him up. We'll progress in a relationship, and then I'll get him to change his mind on that. Nope. My future plans is to move on to a boat in the Newport Harbor. I'm going to move into it. I have a friend. He owns a big boat. I'm going to rent his boat out. (laughs) So in that way, you've already told her, my future plans don't include your ass. And there's nothing that's going to change that. Now, if you wanted to come along with me, which I highly know she's not going to want to live like this, I basically just eliminated her. Or I have an exit plan. Now, say, for instance, I fall in love with this individual. Then I can change my mind. But my exit plan has been stated up front. 
I'm moving to Anchorage, Alaska in the middle of winter uh, in three years. She ain't moving to Anchorage, Alaska. I know she ain't moving. If she's from Southern California, she ain't moving to Anchorage, Alaska. So I know this. So I oftentimes tell people this up front. My plan, I'm going to be an expatriate. I'm moving to uh, Thailand when I get done and my kids graduate from high school. I'm moving to Thailand. I know her ass don't want to be sweating in Thailand. I just eliminate her. That's an exit plan. But if you leave it open and you say, well, we'll just see what happens in life. And you never um, and you never tell her what you have planned for your future as if she can write in your future. There's no exit plan for you because she can divert you and pull you back and yank you over all over the place. For instance, in California, people are leaving California. It's getting expensive here, don't you think? Hey, my 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 family has a place in Texas. Why don't we move there? I don't want to move to Texas. But your dumb ass go and move with her, and then guess what happens? So you always want to have an exit plan, and you want to have an exit strategy, and you want to put it up there right up front so that if they get any ideas, you can pull your exit plan and pack up your stuff. Yeah, and you know what? Time to move into the fifth wheel trailer in the middle of uh in the middle of Montana. I'm out. You can leave a rats there cold. Okay. All right. Other things that exit plan. Don't move in. Don't cohabitate. Um, basically tell them your plans ahead of time that you already have your life planned out. Um, let's see here. Don't be restricted to one place. You know what I mean? I'm gonna live here forever. Well, then she's just gonna sit up under you. If she says she's going to move, tell her it's a good idea. She might say, I'm going to move to Colorado. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. Fantastic. Right about the time you move to Colorado, I'm moving to Germany. <laughs> right? Just tell her where the exit plan is. All right, just so she knows. Anyway, let's get into the rest of these Super Chats. Did we get another sponsorship? Jeez, Louisus. Let me go through these. Shout out to you. Black Tour Guide is in the building. All right, uh, Maryland guy says, yep, you're 100% correct. When me and my ex broke up, she did a smear campaign on Facebook, and I was the bad guy, even when it was her. So that's the court of public opinion, guys, which you have no access to. All right, you're always presumed to be the wrong party in relationships, unfortunately. That's just how men, that's how, that's how they take it out on men, is we're wrong. We're in the wrong. Even our opinions are wrong. All right, you're, even if we have an opinion about a relationship, it's absolutely wrong. I don't know what to tell you. All right, Timothy Garnett, I am the happiest, happiest when I'm alone in my peace. But friends, co-workers are trying to convince me that I'm hurt, miserable, and selfish. But the funny thing is, I don't want any of their situations. Yeah, misery loves company. Misery loves company. They want you, they, they assume you'll be happier in a relationship. And I'm telling you by far, I will be miserable in a relationship. I know it. I know it. I once got it. I once committed to a relationship. I did this. I don't even know what I was thinking. There was this girl. She was thick. <laughs> like she was thick. Like she was thick, right thick. And um, met her on an internet dating site. I want to say this was about six years ago. She was a teacher. She had long, long hair. And um, I remember I um I really wasn't in the commitment, but for something she, you know, she tickled my fancy. And she was like, you know, I'm thinking that we should delete our Bumble. I met her on Bumble. Maybe we should delete the, the app. I was like, yeah, why not? 
And I got into what you would deem as as close to a commitment as you can get, in which I was like, it's just me and you. But there was holes in the background already. There was no chance. But I was like, I like this girl. She seems cool. As soon as I did it, as soon as I did it, I immediately regretted it. I immediately, I mean, it didn't take, as soon as I said, yeah, let's do this, I literally disappeared on her ass, ghosted. <laughs> Called her up. And I was like, you know what? I'm too busy to meet with you, but you know what we need to do? I need to meet with you in person because I don't break up over the phone. And we just couldn't get it together, but we were so-called dating. And I basically was like, look, baby. We never got to meet in person. I had to do it over the phone. All right. But I immediately regretted it. I mean, it was immediate. I was like, what the hell did I just do? So here's the thing. I end up seeing her again. Um, but, um, and, you know, she was cool with it because, you know, we really didn't go anywhere. She might have had to go ahead and install her Bumble. She probably didn't delete it in the first place. I didn't delete mine either. <laughs> but that type of step that I made was a misstep. And I was like, why did I do that? Why? There was no reason to. I wasn't lacking women. I wasn't like, she wasn't that good. I was never going to plan my life around her. I was too busy for her. It's like, why in the hell? Went to the plantation for about five hours <laughs> and immediately broke up. I was like, nah, fuck that. I literally said fuck that. Uh, anyway, Master Toad says, don't forget about the man who made a Tinder profile as a hot guy, admitted being in prison, had felonies and openly disrespected women on his bio. There was a ton of women still wanted him and messaging him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this whole thing about toxic men, uh, look at some of the men that they choose to date. They're the most toxic of them all, but they will come here while I'm actually being comfortable with myself and they will say that I'm toxic. Well, the reason why they say that I'm toxic is because um, is because um, I'm not attractive. <laughs> That's basically why. <laughs> See, the reason why they call me toxic is because I don't fit the mold of guys. I'm not a prisoner. I'm not a gangbanger. I don't have tattoos on my neck. I'm not a simp. I don't pedestalize women. <laughs> and so it have had I been on here and looked like a thug or looked like, you know, with my hat cocked and I was tall and I had abs and I started talking this, women would still be in here trying to throw me some beast leave. But I'm not attractive. I'm not that type of dude. Like, I'm attractive and all. I ain't ugly, but I'm not that type of dude. And so this is why they can then put me in the toxic category. Young entrepreneur told a woman she could never find a man that checks all my boxes and stick around. And she said, you'll never find a woman like me either. Little does she know she's nothing special. One of many buzzer. Yeah, that's one of the ones that I don't get. Is when they say to themselves, there's no other woman like me. Now, that got to be one of the biggest lies in the history of lies. Why is this point still up? That's one of the biggest lies of lies. They actually think that they're different from the other ones in, in a context where it would be obviously different. You're obviously different than all the rest. There's no way in hell. <laughs> now, you can have slight differences, 
you can slightly get it. You can slightly understand better. But there is, like, men don't make that point. Men never come in here. I'm way better than all the other men. We never sell that. I don't know one dude that is in the history of the world said something stupid like that. But on their side, there ain't a woman like me on earth. And my peace leave is the best piece of peace leave. And then you get that peace leave. <laughs> you get a piece of that peace leave and you're like, this ain't nothing. Say <laughs> nothing different. They come down here. I'm going to get a little graphic here because I always tell them, man, don't even try to. I can't bust on oral. I'm just letting you know. I can't bust. So don't try it. I'm too old for that. Really? And then they think that's an invitation to try to make you do it. And they start yanking all on your stuff. I'm like, I'm going to be bleeding. What the hell are you doing? Oh, you ain't never had it like mine. I make all dudes bust. And they start doing it. You're like, ma'am, this is going to, you're going to break it. It ain't a toy. What the hell are you doing? I can't. That's not going to make me bust sooner. Relax. They start yanking on it, twisting it, turning it, using two hands. I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> Biting on it. What, what are you doing? Would you calm down? I got. I get a best head. I have no gag reflex. Ma'am. That's not going to help. Relax and come on your back. <laughs> this is the only way I can get off. Lie on your back. I can't. There's no other way. Just stop, stop what you're doing. They slobbing on it. They putting, they spitting and slop. You just like, what the fuck are you doing? I can't stand when they do that. I'm like, just because you're making a mess with it doesn't mean it's going to be that much better. Stop getting all messy. You look at they face, they all dripping and drooling. You're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> this was not an invitation for you to try to be the one. I can't do it. <laughs> Come on, ma'am. Scratching it. Grabbing it, gripping my balls. I'm like, what the what are you doing? You're going to break them, ma'am. You guys know who you are. This is a mess out here. I'm like, ma'am, you're not the one. Trust me, you're not going to be the one to do it. Trust me. I Listen, hundreds of women have tried before. Mm. You're not going to get it. I'm just letting you know. You're not going to get it. You're not going to even get close. So just relax. <laughs> he said, you weird. So I said, you weird. I'm just letting you know. I'm that type of, I'm just that not, guy. That's not going to get me off. So don't even try it, ma'am. I'm just going to be looking at you like this. Okay, are you done? Nah, let me get what I want. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, Derek Payne, we're having fun. Derek Payne is in the house. Uh, shout out to you. Now, if you put your feet around it or something like that, now, if you put both of your feet... <laughs> Now, if you walked in, it was like, here, I got both my feet. Let me put. Now I'm going to be like, this. oh, now we talking here. <laughs> Joshua Frazier says, happy slow Tuesday. And shout out to the coach gang, the Gorditas, and the nasty boys out here. Always check the med medicine cabinet for the value and run when you see it. 
All right. Shout out to uh, you on that one. Shout out and check the medicine cabinet for real. All right. Here you go. <laughs> shout out to Robert Reno. Shout out to Stereo Shaheem in the building. Thank you to Stereo Shaheem. Check that medicine cabinet. All right. And then I'll be like, hey, if you put your two feet on it, you're so nasty. You got nasty. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm just telling you how I get off. Put your feet on them. <laughs> Is it him, Pessy, or him? We're going to call you HP. Money over bows, 304s. Uh, shout out to you. Um, He says, uh, the more that I watch this show, the more parallels that it mirrored my life. This podcast is insurance against financial loss from women in relationships, but also presents ways to grow as a man. Even when we're making jokes and all of these things, what I'm telling you, oftentimes it's very hard for a man to come in here that has had history with any woman to come in here and say, I've never experienced any of these things that you're talking about. Right now you might say, I have a way to get around all of those things. And you might be missing this coach. If you just held a little masculine frame and gave it a little bit of time, you might say something like that or had a little bit of game. See, I'm not patient like that. I'm patient with a lot of things in life. I'm not patient with human beings. I'm very impatient unless I'm teaching you. But if you're rebelling against me, I'm not patient with you. I'll stop. I'll stop everything that I'm doing. I'm like, all right, the hell with you. I'm not trying to drag your ass around my life. Or hell no. You're a human being, an adult. I don't I don't deal with adults like that. If you you either go my direction, I, I'm very confident in the direction I'm going. You either go my direction or I ain't going to drag your ass like a stubborn ass mule. I can barely do that with my dog. You know what I mean? I'm my dog. I'll be looking at my dog. What the hell? If you don't figure out what the hell I want. But human beings, adults, I have zero patience for that bullshit. Shout out to Lee Smith in 2022. If you're not living the free agent lifestyle for life, you are setting yourself up for failure, in my opinion. Knowing the laws, why would you not be living the free agent lifestyle? Also, 95% of XX is related to Jada. Don't be dumb. Oh, that's a very big tip off. That's a very big red flag. A social event. A social event. So here's the red flag. So a social event will happen like this. And your girlfriend will say, see, that's exactly what I want my man to do. I want him to slap another man and defend Jada. I, I would immediately vehemently disagree with that. And she would think I was crazy. Now, I know she's not the right woman for me. That's automatic. Okay, you're eliminated. And I always tell you, you'll eliminate 90% of women just with them opening their mouths and having a political discussion. You'll be like, oh. But you guys are afraid to have disagreements with women early on. And then you'll realize later that she'll set your ass up to do something stupid like that. If they dis see a social event like that, if she doesn't agree with me and, and she wants me to agree with her, we aren't compatible. We're never going to see life eye to eye. That's an important part. Lee says, coach, there was one hit it acquitted. I'm curious about the coach game. The one that said in your, oh, in your dad's group, I'm a 10 baby. Okay. I forgot about her. Okay, extra hit it or quit it. I forgot about her. Uh, in your dad's group, lady. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. 
And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. I'm hitting that. I'm just letting y'all know. That, that, that's a little too juicy. That's a little thick for me. That I'm going to have to go on and get that. <laughs> I'm not going to hear her talk that suffering succotash that she was talking about. She sounded like suffering succotash. All right. What the hell is she talking about? And your man's suffering succotash. Let me see. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Now, her attitude is stank. I mean, she's obviously not a 10. She's a 6 at best. All right, but maybe pushing 7, but there's no such thing. So she's either a 6 or an 8, and she ain't an 8. So she a 6. She ain't no 10. And I would not treat her as a 10. As soon as she says she's a 10, I'm out of there. All right. Sloppy yogurt for sure. Uh, Adam C says, hey, coach, the time material effort girl in the duck sec video. Also, her name is Stormy. You guys have been saying that they she's in the video also. I can't see the resemblance, but I probably could. I could see it. All right. Shout out to Ed for the sponsorship talking about obsession. You got to be obsessed with life. I'm actually enjoying life, ladies. Ladies, um, if you not enjoying life, you need to not be around me. I'm just letting you know this right now. If you're not enjoying life, you need to not be around me. Meaning if you're unhappy, unpleasant, unmotivated, please don't come, do not come around me. If you think I'm a listen to I'm the wrong one. Omni Roman, a woman will listen when she knows you are better than her. Men build yourself up. Or they'll disqualify themselves, which even works in your favor. So a lot of times a woman will say, well, you think you all that. And you think you. Which, what she means to say is, I can't compete with somebody like you. And I'm not used to men believing that they're better than me. All right. So she'll immediately disqualify herself. If she can't fit in the Porsche, she'll disqualify herself. You think you all that? You probably got a little salami anyway, little dick energy, right? She'll say stuff like that, knowing she wants to ride in the Porsche but knowing that I'm going to turn her ass down. So they'll immediately not compete by eliminating themselves. Um, this could be done. Yeah, you think, yeah, mm, mm, mm. Same thing will be said if a boyfriend, like I've had many guys who are like, hey, man, that's a great car. And I'll say, you'll have one one day. And he's with his girlfriend. His girlfriend, yeah, yeah you don't need that. You don't need no car like that. Why? Because she knows she'll be out of his life. <laughs> she'll be out of his life, bro. All right. Now, you don't need nothing like that. You don't need. Yes, I do need it. Because <laughs> as soon as I get it, you out. All right. So they will let you lowball yourself in order to stay in her life. Guys, this is all strategy. But yeah, if you are better than her and she wants to be a better person, she'll get in line with you. This is why I'm telling you leverage works. Drew Levine, nothing drives a girl crazier than when a man she does, she wants, doesn't want her what a girl Want a girl to go crazy trying to land you, act like you don't care about her. That's, I know, people don't think that's true. They'll go to it up until a certain point, but yes. Guys that are needy, I think guys that cold approach, they get pity peace leave. You don't get her burning desire. Guys that cold approach, unless you're that dude and you cold approach her, if you ain't that dude and you just nagging and bothering her and you happen to bed her, that was pity sex. All right, unless you're that dude. 
But if you're that dude and she's looking and she's asking people, who is he? You're in the driver's seat. If she has to ask people who you are, you're in there. What's his name? What do he do? You don't have the cold approach. She done asked about your ass. And then you, hi, how you doing? Good to meet you. Hey, listen, I got to go over here. Maybe we'll catch up a little bit later. Who is that guy? That's your cold approach. I mean, again, you can do it lazily and sloppily, all right, to go up there and get pity sex from women and beg. Hey, beg. Hey, what's your name? What's your phone number? And what you doing tonight? And maybe we can get up. And she knows what you're trying to do. And if she's just horny enough, she'll let you get some peace leave. <laughs> uh, Roderick Miller, shout out for the sponsorship. Coach, I relate and you are telling the truth. Gentlemen, listen up. Listen up. That's what we do here. We're trying to touch you, you know? And some guys will get pity peace leave. You don't care. You're like, you don't care. I'll take some pity peace leave. And then you'll constantly be trying to rotate through holes that you cold approach. Clifford Charles says, Coach, you got to have vision. All right, shout out. You got to have vision. All right, Tony Johnson, you forgot you're through without a BMW. Yeah, and you threw without a BMW. Shout out to I ain't the one. PI Double says, your monetized dating advice is spot on. Thank you, sir. It's where the, it's where the difference is made. I mean, of course, we don't like it. But I think if you take too many shortcuts, you're going to end up with shortcuts all the time. Lee Smith, I was looking real Martin Luther Lee at Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. All right. But your girls, a lot of girls are agreeing with Will Smith. I did see a couple of Instagram posts. There's Martin Luther Lee there. A couple of girl Instagram posts uh, that I follow and they were calling Will Smith toxic. I was like, good. I was like, there you go. You don't want a man like Will Smith. I think you don't, but if you do, well, I'm definitely not the man for you. All right, shout out to Scott Owen Hillbilly. He says, coach is wearing orange in Orange County. Be in the lockup. Which one of y'all brothers (laughs) is bailing me out when y'all catch me looking at feet? I'm next door going. (laughs) All right, man, shout out to you guys, man, on that one. Somebody come bail a brother out. When you see me, Martin Luther Lee, I got Sarah, Sarah in the house. Sarah, Sarah, what happened to you and I? Sarah, 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 I'll be right by your side. Sarah, shout out to Sarah. She says, I can agree with that. She agrees with one thing. She's been watching my show the whole time like this in total disagreement. Sarah been watching me like this the whole time. Watch. I love women here. Like, shout out to the women. Sarah been watching me like this. The whole show. (laughs) Sarah been watching me like this the whole show. I don't agree with nothing he's talking about. This dude, is he's nonsense. She's been watching the whole time. All right. And then she finally finally agreed with something. She was like, okay, all right, I got one. All right, she finally got, she dusted off her keyboard. All right, let me see what here. All right, here we go. I agree. You know what I mean? (laughs) She probably was like, all right, something I can agree with. I agree. 
Man, if you don't send me no damn feet pictures, she don't look like she got nice feet pictures. Where's her feet pictures at? I, how many ladies watch my show ninja watching like that? <laughs> they be watching the show like this dude. If he don't throw in the towel, look at this ugly. This is what she'd say I look like right here. All right, this is what she says she look like. She like this. She like, man, if he don't throw in the towel, he ain't making no sense. I say some one thing. She's like, oh, wow. She got her phone out. She put her wine down, all of that stuff. She turned down her Netflix. She was like, wow. I actually agree with one damn thing this dude says. Let me put that in the chat. Here we go, right here. I. <laughs> Where we at, man? Come on, man. How many ladies ninja watching? Y'all owe me a bunch of feed pictures, for real. I've been entertaining you. Come on, ladies. Hey, get that little tool. Get that little tool. I'm going to tell you what tool to get. Before you send me feed pictures, here we go here. I'm going to tell you what tool to get. Hold on for a second. I got y'all. Oh, yeah, this one right here, right here, Sean. And this is not a sponsorship right here. All right, this is not a sponsorship. Before you send me feed pictures right here, I'm going to tell y'all what to send. This is what y'all got to do. Y'all need to get you one of these right here. Get you one of these right here. So hold up. You know, right here, you need to get all of that off right there. You need to get all that. All right, get that egg right there. Get that little thing and get the bottom and the back of that heel. All right, and get right here. Get right here where you get that little callus. And right there on that toe, right there, go ahead and take that and swipe that all on the side. <laughs> Get all that off and then clean that toenail fungus off. You see right there on the side right there? Get, get that right there. <laughs> Before you come in there sending me them eggs, get all of that right there on the side of that toe. Because when I move my hand, and if your heels are cracked up, man. This show is sponsored by whatever that tool is. But go on and get all that. He said, get that husk off. Go on and get all that abrasive calluses and all that stuff. Get all of that off. All right, and then go ahead and send me a picture. <laughs> P.I. Double says, my girlfriend pressured marriage, asked me to move in. He said, hell no. Nope. <clears throat> Guys, one thing I'm going to tell you. If she gives you an ultimatum, if she gives you an ultimatum, immediately turn her down immediately turn her down ultimatums are automatic no whatever she just ultimatum it's a no fm304 i just had a friend move in with this single mama girlfriend she immediately stopped the segs cut his friends off and monitors everything he does no nah, yeah bro see that's no leverage guys you know that's gonna happen you're gonna get freedom See, I got my I'm reckless with my uh my technology. My texts pop up on my iPad. Uh it pop up on my computer. I ain't got nobody. Girls be driving in my car. I got my text messages pop up in my car. I'm driving my car. And they like, hmm, who's Sandra? They can't say nothing because I'm not committed. So they see my stuff pop up all the time. Ping, ping. And they be looking on my screen in my Porsche. Damn. Competition anxiety. They're going to stand right in line. But when you move in, she's going to be monitoring your stuff. Go to your iPad. I found your iPad. How dare you? No, not my ass. 
you just going to have to go ahead and put up with that. Other people, I'm open. Shout out to Kalen Ferguson. What's up, coach? I'm just curious if you could have a one-on-one man-to-man conversation with Will Smith. What would you tell him? I would tell him, man, you need to somehow, you need to get out of that relationship. It's very simple. She has a hold over that guy. Whatever it is, this guy's 53 years old. He's accomplished more than, he's lived 10,000 men's lives. You know, what he's experienced in his life, 10,000, maybe hundred thousands of men have will never, ever experience. And he's going to let it go all up in flames for Jada Pinkett Smith. That's sickness. That is sickness. That's a sickness. That shouldn't be your reality. Not at, not for you, not for other men. Yeah, but you're you're gonna let your life implode for Jada Pinkett Smith, and you're that's sad. That's really really sad. Shout out to uh, David Nasiri for the sponsorship. Everybody sponsored today. Everybody sponsored today. I'm Coach Greg Adams, and I'll be damned if any woman comes in and ruin my life today. Then I'm gonna go ruin my life over. She's not happy about something. I'm like, shit, you better fix it. I ain't the one. I ain't the one. It ain't me. I'm Coach Greg Adams, and I ain't experienced a damn, not, not as much as Will Smith. And I'm sure wouldn't let no J.D. Pickett ruin my life at all. He's sick. He has a sickness. Imagine he's your friend. Would you let your friend do this? You wouldn't let him. You would tell him, man, oh, man, you need to go get some help. Shout out to C-Dubs, Feet Picture Sponsored. By DeWalt 30 grit sander out here. All right, ladies, get that sander. And she's 50-something years old. What what more is she doing here? I think, you know, I think she has a hold on him potentially because she knows where the dead bodies lay. So he's he's stuck. So he has to do whatever she wants to do. She let him do his dirt up front, which is another thing you don't do. Um, as men, if you are in a relationship with someone, you got to keep your life secret and separate. All right, because if she knows anything about you, a.k.a. pillow talking, a.k.a. Delilah and Samson, Samson, if she knows your weakness, she's going to use it against you. She's never going to, you know, she's never going to go down with the ship. She's not a captain. She will save her hide or she will use it to manipulate you. This is why I only give out little bits of information that I can control related to this. You never know. You don't have to tell the left hand what the right hand's doing. If you're in a marriage, she don't have to know everything. All right. So you don't have to know everything about what you work and what you do and what your schedule is. And, oh, I thought I'd meet you for lunch. And no, don't pop up at my work. All right. I don't care if we're married or not. And I don't know when I'm coming home. All right. So that's just the reality of the situation. All right. I'm doing what I'm doing I, and I can't be controlled. And, oh, I got to wrap it up so I can get home. And she's. No. So this is just the re- this is how I approach relationships and. You can call it toxic or whatever, but I'm never going to give people information to hang me on. Don't try to hang me on information that I share with you in private that you were supposed to keep privately, and now you use it against me. Okay, and that's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen, and it's going to be very much a stab in the back. And I explained this in relationship to uh, divorce court. If it does happen to go to any court, divorce court, small claims court, domestic violation court, any secret that you've told her will be exposed. And if it's not exposed in court, it's going to get exposed on social media. Matter of fact, there's a great Dayline episode of uh, a woman. This happened in Newport Beach. A woman uh, got with a guy, a new guy. The guy ended up deleting his wife. No one could tie him to the crime. But 
this woman got with him and uh for some reason and he he told her he told her the truth he's the she was the only person he shared this truth with of course she started turn state's evidence which she should have and then she ended up reporting him but she only reported him after they broke up okay which is now you're saying she's a good woman she should have turned to state's evidence but she only turned state evidence when the relationship ended she stayed with him additional couple years uh knowing this secret and then when the relationship broke up she told the police so don't say she's a hero she didn't do it out of morality she did it out of spite okay she did it out of spite so um this is what i'm telling you this is stuff not that i'm saying you should delete someone and keep the secret i'm just giving you an idea of what people do and why they do things they don't do things because i'm a good human being and i wanted you to solve the case no she got broken up she the relationship went left of course all relationships end and then she told on him so anyway man that paycheck ran out and she was like time to talk bark, 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 bark. she was in there talking like she was in there <laughs> giving up the ghost it wasn't scott peterson it was some it was somebody I never heard of, but I was watching it. It was on Dateline and the girl was a model and she was this and that. And she was younger. This dude went running off at the yap. Got popped. Anyway, brothers, we going to be out of here. Let the junior college begin. Or your slow Tuesday or your slow Tuesday. However you have it today, however you want it. Shout out to the coach gang. Let's get up out of here. If I can find the outright outro. Peace.